Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. McKinnon is in at running back. First down and goal to go. Play action fake. Right side throw. Touchdown! Kansas City! McCall Hardman! McCall Hardman with the catch on the right side! A three-yard touchdown pass in overtime! Kansas City wins the game! 25-22! And the Chiefs' kingdom has started its own history class because for the first time in 6,944 days, there is a back-to-back Super Bowl champion, and it is the Kansas City Chiefs, champions of Super Bowl 58 on the heels of Super Bowl 57. And that is how it came to a close last night. A chaotic and frantic end to Super Bowl 58. About 25 hours ago, uh, last last night at this time, the game, have we even gotten to overtime yet? That was a long affair. Good evening. I am Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. Marco Belletti on the updates. And I have been spending much of my day listening to and digesting and watching a lot of the coverage about what happened last night and watched some of the interviews post-game afterwards, watched a lot of the commentary today. You know, you hear some more about the behind-the-scenes stories, and I think uh, I think we did it. I think we're good. I think everything that can be said has been said, so let's move on to the NBA. You got an eight-game slate tonight. No, I'm just, I'm just uh, kidding. Um, incredible game. Again, this was... Uh, one of those games that you're going to remember as better than it was because the first quarter, the second quarter, some of the third quarter, it was not the greatest game. The defense kind of for both teams played a factor in that. I think offensively, both teams kind of took a while to to get settled in. Um, for the Niners, you know, they were running the football all right. They got Purdy going with a lot of passes, and I think he completed his first five or six. So they seemed to be all right, but they couldn't they couldn't score and capitalize. The Chiefs, all this talk about Taylor Swift and flying from you know Japan to then come to this game. 
the Chiefs looked like they were on that flight with her. Like, they looked like they had absolute jet lag. And they didn't look like the Kansas City Chiefs at all. They didn't even look like when the Chiefs are bad. It's like, well, okay, they're bad right now, but this is the Chiefs. They looked like they didn't know what they were doing. It was really weird. It was a very interesting first half uh, with tight ends bumping in the coaches and running backs fumbling the football and Mahomes not really being Mahomes, at least in that first half. He obviously then was Mahomes and uh, is now, you know, his place in history. He could retire tomorrow and uh, his place in history is pretty secure for what he has done in his short time in this league. But when all things were said and done, the Kansas City Chiefs are able to win their third Super Bowl in the last, what, uh, five years. They made another Super Bowl in between that. They've been in four of the last five, have won three of the last five, 25 to 22 in overtime. It was a chaotic ending to what was not the most thrilling game again for the first three quarters. I'm a big soccer guy. And I think sometimes when people watch soccer, they are immensely bored to tears um, because there's not a lot of scoring is what they'll tell me. But if you understand soccer, even, even any game, like if you watch a basketball game, you might say there's too much scoring or hockey. There's not enough scoring, but if you understand the game, you understand all the little games within the game and a one, nothing final in soccer can be a really compelling game. I've seen some zero zero games that have been just phenomenal games. Now I've seen a lot of zero zero games that have been absolute trash uh, and one, nothing games that have been really uh, horrendous watches, but that's kind of what it felt like. Even for a diehard football fan like me, I, I watch this game and I'm like, this is not good. This is not good football. This is like a chess match, but only if the two people playing just learned how to play chess, uh, like an online tutorial, and then said, all right, let's let's go play chess. The Niners had a slight advantage throughout the first half into the third quarter, but they didn't do enough to capitalize on what the Chiefs had given them. If the Niners got outplayed those first couple of games, uh, they certainly were all playing the Kansas City Chiefs, but as the other teams learned against the 49ers, the Green Bay Packers would have won that game had they been able to score more points, but they couldn't. The Detroit Lions had opportunities to score more points, but they didn't get it done. The San Francisco 49ers had opportunities to score more points, and they couldn't get it done. And I'm not trying to be simple, well, you, 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 hey, who's going to win? Uh, whoever scores more points. I'm not, I'm not doing that. There were opportunities that they had to score points, and they weren't able to uh, get it done for whatever reason, whether it was stall drives or there were turnovers. The one possession they never had because of the uh, muffed punt, we'll call it, when it just kicked off a guy's shoe. So there were certainly a lot of things that happened to get us to the point where we needed overtime. We needed that extra stanza. But there's a lot of plays that both teams had they lost, and this is the nature of the playoffs now with how tight and critical a lot of these plays are, had the Chiefs lost, there'd be eight, nine, ten plays where they'd look back and say, right there is, is where we lost it. And for the 49ers, it's the same, it's the same way. 
I think when watching the game, it was interesting that there were a lot of times where it was so close to being over. It was so close to being over, but the Chiefs would do whatever they needed to do to make sure that that wasn't the case. Anytime that Patrick Mahomes had the ball, I don't think there was any sort of worry that he wouldn't at least get his team down the field and get the uh, get a score. They had the field goal at the end of regulation. They eventually had the touchdown in the overtime period. But when it came to Mahomes, you never thought they wouldn't score. The closest it got to being like, oh boy, for the Chiefs, was when they were trying to come back in overtime. There was a third and eight that they had converted. And then that fourth and one. And that fourth and one, they ran a perfect play where Mahomes kept it, went to the right side. I mean, Isaiah Pacheco, I think he's a great back. He's had a couple of mistakes in these playoffs. And are you trusting him for even one yard? For even one yard, are you trusting him? Are you willingly taking the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands when you need one yard or the game is over? And they gave it to Mahomes, and he had another nice run on that drive. He had a couple of nice scrambles. Uh, really did a good job, kind of what Purdy did against the Lions in the NFC Championship game. Mahomes was able to do in this game, not just using his arms, but using his legs as well. There was the third down play where Trent McDuffie came in on a blitz, and that might have been an even more important play. It's it's hard to it's hard to say that because one was a fourth down, but we don't even get close to overtime if Trent McDuffie doesn't come in. And uh, and knock that ball down and disrupt Purdy's pass because had they gotten a first down there, they run the clock down. It's a Jake Moody field goal. Some of these games, it's like really compelling, and then it's it's <laughs> when one team can figure out with four or five minutes left. Oh, we just need a couple of uh, first downs, and then uh, and then we'll kick it. That's a great strategy, and if you win, who cares? But as a casual viewer, I always hate when that happens because it feels so anticlimactic. Like it would have been so anticlimactic. And that's how the Super Bowl the year before ended, I think. There was a penalty, but the Chiefs uh, benefited from that. But it was so anticlimactic. It's just, all right, and, I'll just, and then he kicks it, and then, oh, okay, it's, it's over. This gave us a lot more action, and it got us into an overtime period, which there's a lot of debate about do you want the ball first or not? I think – if we play this out more and if you run through more scenarios, I think the answer will be you want the ball second. But I do understand why there could be an argument to take the ball first in overtime, in this new overtime. I do understand what the thinking would be. Uh, I think that that's going to be like the losing argument, but I do understand. And we're so fresh in this and so young that we don't have a huge sample size of of what what should you do? I will be straight up honest with everybody. I didn't know what the hell was going on at the end of the overtime period. This was this. So I knew as most people, I think did that. The rules had changed. Now, not everyone in the stadium knew, not everybody wearing a 49ers Jersey knew. I think that was a big difference in how this overtime was attacked. And we'll talk about that throughout the night too, when it comes to the coaching aspect of this, but I was unsure about the timing of it all. I was unsure about if we were playing overtime quarters or overtime periods because they've had sudden death before. And in sudden death, if it goes to the end of the 15 minutes, 
Well, then you start a new period. It's a completely new thing. It's like after halftime, it's completely new. I was not entirely sure about that. So I'm like, do they call timeout? What's going on here? And, you know, if you want to call and say you're dumb and pretend like you also, you know, you, you, I mean, I think, I think more people, I think a lot more people were like, uh, should they call timeout here? I think there are a lot more people that are, that are willing to admit that we're like that. And then you hear the rules after all. Oh, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I figured. No, no, I'm going to be honest. I, I, I thought that because the Chiefs weren't panicking, like there's no way the time's just going to end and they're going to be like, oh, that's actually the game. And then the Chiefs would be like, no, no, no. Well, we didn't know. When there was no two-minute warning, I thought, oh, okay, maybe something's different. But it was just weird to see the clock running down in an overtime because we're not used to this. This is not a thing we're used to. We're not used to, first of all, Super Bowl overtimes. There's only been two. And one man has been on the coaching side of uh, both of the losing efforts, Kyle Shanahan, who I would think, if I were to guess how the next four hours of this program will go, I feel I will be most hard on him. And he might not even deserve it as much in this particular game, but if we want to talk about Brock Purdy or Kyle Shanahan or what have you, I feel like I I may be most hard on Kyle Shanahan for being at the the end of the losing part of this. Uh, once again, another double-digit blown uh, lead situation. So it was very frantic. It was also very late. So the game ended, what, 11 o'clock Eastern, about 10 o'clock Central, even 8 o'clock Pacific, which, again, you guys on the Pacific time zone, all these games ending, I, I think it's great. I, I would much rather have that than it ends so late. I think you guys, I mean, that that's great. I think Central time zone's good. Mountain's probably elite. Pacific's pretty good. Eastern time zone, I don't know. You guys are always staying up so late all the time. I mean, all the time. Normally, a Monday night football game, remember when those things didn't start till 9 o'clock your time? What were we doing? What were we doing? I'm hosting the late night show, and it's like starting at the same time as a football game? Ridiculous. That was always ridiculous, so I'm glad that they pushed that back a little bit. But the game was long. I watched it at home, wife and son. He was kind of into it. I told him there'd be a lot of funny commercials uh, and cutest thing ever. So he ends up, he laughs at every commercial, even if they weren't funny, because he was under the understanding that all the commercials were funny. And like the the commercial where they're wiping everybody's feet, uh, he's laughing at that. I'm like, ah, it's not the message I think this commercial is going for, but I did tell you they would be funny commercials and and he found those to be funny. So it will be remembered as a really good finish. It will be remembered as a chaotic ending. It will be remembered as the day the Chiefs officially became a dynasty. It will re- be remembered. I think we'll remember this more as a Mahomes and Chiefs and Andy Reid coronation than we will anything against Brock Purdy or Kyle Shanahan. I think we'll remember this more as a Chiefs comeback. But the whole night, a fun night. A fun night. I thought, you know, the commercials... We have this weird thing where we're dying to be entertained by advertisements, but the commercials were good. Um, Although I was, I mean, the commercials had hit an A plus for me as soon as I got a Deadpool trailer. That's basically when I tell you that I'm like, oh, I watched all the Super Bowl stuff. No, no. I watched about three breakdowns on the Deadpool Wolverine trailer today, 20 minutes in length, spotting every Easter egg. So if anybody wants to talk about that tonight, I'm now an expert in the Deadpool trailer. Very excited for that movie 
to come out this summer. But the commercials were good. I thought the halftime was good. I thought uh, we got enough Taylor Swift, 12 shots, 55 seconds. That was good. I think a lot of it was just it was it was a good entertainment product. Maybe a little too long, but it was a good entertainment product. And America agreed because the ratings were just published about 35 minutes ago. And the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58, is going down as the most watched telecast ever. Nothing has ever aired on TV and has gotten more eyeballs at one time. 123.4 million viewers on average with more than 202 million people watching at some point in the night. 120 million of that were on CBS, largest audience in history for a single network. There was also the feed on Nickelodeon and Paramount Plus had it. It was the record streaming audience on Paramount Plus, uh, currently beating out every other thing they've ever streamed in a 500-way tie for last place. <laughs> I mean, I've watched I watched the new South Parks on there. I know Yellowstone was on there. People like that. Um, you know, I think there was a Star Trek on there at one point. Anyway, uh, a lot of people got that yesterday as an additional. But the game on free TV was watched by 120 million people. So if we get 120 million people, if we could get uh, a fraction of that tonight, like if we could just get 10% of that tonight, could we get across all the affiliates and Sirius XM and the Odyssey app, what, 10, 12 million people? Could I could I assume I'm speaking to 12 million people right now? Could I, could I make that assumption? The uh, number might be a little lower, just maybe a, 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 a scotch. But I think uh, I can assume that. So, incredible game. We'll talk about it with you. Want to tell you a whole bunch of stuff about Patrick Mahomes because I think I think he might be the one. I know. I know. But there was a point that was made on a show earlier today that I just can't stop thinking about, and I want to bring that to you here in a moment. 855-212-4227. We will talk to you as well. Super Bowl 58 in the books. What does it mean? Where do we go? Dynasty, dynasty, heartbreak, choke, failure, all of that. Bart Winkler Show, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. I mean, it's special. I think it's that championship mindset. I mean, whenever stuff isn't going great, we're going to continue to fight. And on this game, wasn't we had times we weren't playing great, especially the offense, and we were able to step up to uh, step up to the occasion while the defense is making those stops. And um, people are going to talk about the offense. We had those last few drives. The defense is what kept us in that game, and that's our entire season. They're going to give us chances, and we're going to make it happen when it counts. It's the Bart Winkler Show, heard nighttime and nationwide, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, I'm Bart Winkler, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. Patrick Mahomes in that game, 34 of 46, 333 yards, Two touchdowns, an interception, uh, maybe, maybe almost another interception uh, there too, but nobody was around. It was a risky throw late. Uh, a rating of 99.3. Um, 
I won't say it's QBR. Q, I'm, I'm reading the ESPN box score. QBR is a fake rating, and I hate it. QBR, again, for those that don't. Okay, his QBR was 75 because they try to do it out of 100 because they think you're too stupid to understand that 158.3 is the top. So that's all that is. So his rating was 99.3. Purdy, on the other hand, 23 to 38, 255, touchdown interception. QBR was 69. His rating was 89.3. So statistically, I think you could say that Mahomes outplayed Purdy. Although, I mean, Purdy played, he, he played fine. Purdy played fine. And Mahomes played not great until... They absolutely needed him to, and then he was Superman. So he got the MVP, but there were not a lot of candidates for MVP. The guy who had the best quarterback rating of the night was Jawan Jennings at 158.3, which is perfect. Although the QBR is only 99.2. What more could they have wanted? See, QBR, so stupid. I'm telling you. I, and and this, may, this may reach an audience... Of the 12 million people that I'm assuming we have tonight. And, and and if just one of you follow this, it will really make my day. It's actually 13, Bart. 13 million right yeah. now? Are we we yeah. have the live tracker? Yes, yeah, 13 million. It actually exceeds okay. 12. Nice job. Okay. Hell, hell of an open. Oh, you started talking. We're up to 14. <laughs> Holy moly, Shep. Um, there's going, if, if just one person... The next time someone says QBR, if you tell them uh, QBR is a fake stat because ESPN thinks you're dumb, just one person needs to do that, and I will feel uh, satisfied. So Mahomes, I think, was deserving of the MVP. Uh, you could have given it maybe to Kelsey. Maybe if he scored, he would have gotten one. Defensively, you know, there were guys that played well. Chris Jones had a massive play. McDuffie had a massive play. Nick Bolton had the most tackles. Mike Pinnell played well, but I think the MVP had to go to Mahomes. And it's kind of, it is kind of similar, Shep. It's like the same things that Brock Purdy did against specifically Detroit, where when they needed drives, he gave them drives. I mean, I can't take that away from him as much as everyone thinks I want to, but that was the same with Patrick Mahomes. And with, with, with Purdy, it's like, oh, can he do this? Wow, he can. But with Mahomes... At ten nothing early, I thought, "Oh boy!" And it kind of the the whole the whole night kind of felt like it was going to be San Francisco's night. I just had that feeling, but they couldn't put enough points on the board. And when it came down to it, and Mahomes needed a play, I just felt like Shep. I just felt like you knew Mahomes was going to get it done. And and where he's going to be ranked, you know, forever. It might be too early to talk about that, but he's. He's already an all-time great. There's no question about that. Oh, without without question. And, you know, Bart, we've talked about this many times in terms of where he ranks versus Brady versus Montana versus Unitas. Look, this is the greatest career to a six-year run in NFL history. Um, but there's a distinction between that and then the greatest career of all time when you factor in longevity, when you factor in a 23-year span, which is Tom Brady compared to Mahomes, which is six, right? So now technically seven, but six years as a starter. You You were so astute in the point you brought up with the season on the line, you have the leading rusher in the playoffs, and they didn't think twice about who they're putting the you know the ball in the hands of. And that, but when 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 Mahomes not only converted that fourth down because that's the, that's their season, if he, he not only converts that fourth down, but he you know he might have gained ten yards on that play 
and you just felt like the 49ers had them dead on the ropes, and that's the magic of Mahomes. And he didn't hesitate, and it looked so. He made it look so effortless. He made it look so easy. As and is the right the call, right? I'm a hundred percent convinced if they run it to Pacheco, <laughs> he's stuffed. I a hundred percent convinced. I would agree, and you know. Obviously, Pacheco turned it over. Mahomes had an interception. I mean, it's it's, it's amazing. Bart, I, and me, me, listen, you're, you're talking so much detail about this game. We got so many callers, so I'm screening calls. Did you mention the, the missed extra point? No, I haven't even brought that up yet. I mean, no. I mean you talk about how close this game was and how it could have gone any direction. Uh, yeah, I, know you, I know you mentioned the muff punt. I mean, that was the game right there. That was the game right there. You gave Patrick, and Patrick Holmes, what happens? He can't score a touchdown all game. He finally gets great field position. He scores on play number one in that drive. So it's just like, yeah, man, this yeah, this was the Yeah, that missed extra point changed everything. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah it did. And, I'm, and, I'm glad I left it out of my opening <laughs> but segment. Bart, no, Bart, but, but in fairness, then Moody has like two of the longest kicks in the history of the Super Bowl uh, when he makes like a 55 and a 53. So Yeah, I was thinking in my head how great of a night the kickers had. There but you go. The, you know, there was that, that. Well, listen, people love Harrison Bucker, and that guy's clutch, man. But that was almost blocked like twice. I know. I know. I mean, you talk about this being a game of inches, but Bart, I, my my biggest takeaway, and I know you're going to get into Kyle Shanahan more, is that this was this was the 49ers window. You you just you just feel like if they couldn't win here, up ten nothing in the second half, have them on fourth down, get the ball first in overtime. I mean, in, in other words, you get the decision on what you want to do, so you dictate what's going to happen in overtime. Man, I I, I Bart, I I don't in 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 our lifetime there has been one team that has suffered a devastating championship run at that level, at that height. That's the San Antonio Spurs. That's the only team I can think of that's ever bounced back from suffering a loss like that. You and I both know Seattle, they should have had four or five Super Bowls. They were never the same after that second-blown one. Yeah, I can mention Green Bay. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, I think the Patriots, well, the Patriots could have because the losses they had were brutal. But then they picked themselves back up. They they had some brutal losses in there, too. Um, I do want to talk about Kyle Shanahan, obviously, in the coaching aspect of this. At the top of next hour, we're going to take a look back at what we were talking about on Thursday, where we ranked who's the most likely to blow this game. And I think it's a pretty interesting list now, looking back and seeing what happened. That was, of course, what the Bartometer told us, the Bartometer, Thursdays at 11 p.m. Eastern. But this quote from uh, Jay Gruden was on with Zach Gelb today, uh, the coach, of course. He said, if Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Montana were all the same age, that he would draft Patrick Mahomes over Tom Brady and Joe Montana. And I agree with that. And I, I think that what we're going to do here is if anybody asks, like, and it's, it's, it's so early in the guy's career when you compare, like, Mahomes has played, what, one-third not even one third of the career that Tom Brady had. So it's hard to judge like a 20 year thing against a six year thing when there was obviously more wins in there and, and all that kind of stuff. But if I could have one guy, I would have Mahomes. I would rather have Mahomes. And Brady is the GOAT, right? And what people are going to start to say, maybe another Super Bowl needs to happen for them to start to say it, is. Well, Tom Brady's the GOAT, but Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. Like, they'll say they'll say it in a way. And that's why when they played in the Super Bowl those years ago, the Patriots, the, the, the Buccaneers and the Chiefs, and they played against each other, 
that's why I was saying at the time, this is a huge Super Bowl because if we assume Patrick Mahomes is going to be the next Brady, they're always going to have this game to be the determining factor. They're always going to have this game. And Mahomes even brought that up himself. They're always going to have that game to look at. Oh, I remember I got yelled at on the radio for saying that. Oh, it's too soon to think that. Oh, can you think here? So, well, I would like to go back in time and just go like a little na-na-na-na-boo-boo at that one. Patrick Mahomes in his career ranks, and this is with quarterbacks with more than 10 starts. He has the best winning percentage in the playoffs of any quarterback ever with at least 10 starts at uh, 8-3-3. He's got the most total yards per game. He's got the best TD interception ratio. He's got the best passer rating, not QBR passer rating, 105.8. He's got the best completion percentage. He has been amazing, and uh, I think a lot of credit does have to go to him. With that being said, I'm going to take a call here from Robert in Annapolis, and you maybe don't think so. Robert, what's up? Hey, uh, how are you, gentlemen, this evening? Uh, I just wanted to comment. Uh, that was one of the best runs by a team in the playoffs in the NFL I've ever seen. Uh, the Ravens had a really nice one about 10, 11 years ago. But, you know, they beat three AFC teams, the three other best AFC teams. Now, the Dolphins were down a little bit with injuries and, of course, the cold weather. But they went into Buffalo and then went into Baltimore. And then they beat uh, the best team in the NFC. But I do think that Mahomes is getting a little bit more of the accolades. It really was the Kansas City defense that drove that team through the playoffs and as far as yesterday's game you could argue that the two biggest plays were special teams plays their special teams also played very well now i'm not taking away anything from Mahomes, but i'll comment on him this way uh he has reached uh, the uh, the peyton manning and john elway level quicker than peyton manning and john elway did but he is not yet at the joe montana level let alone at the Tom Brady level. If he wins, if I'm still alive and he wins the Super, seventh Super Bowl at age 43, then I'll concede that point, but not till then. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Robert, well, we hope you're there, man. Right. Well, I'm 71, so do Don't the Don't you go dying it's on us. Scary. It's going to get scary. But anyhow, look, uh, he's the best there is right now for his six-year run, no question about that, and he probably is a better natural quarterback than either Brady or Montana. But, but let's, let's hold off on the, on the crowning of uh, the anointing oils, as Parcells would say. Let's see, let's see how it goes from here on out. All right, Robert, thanks for the call. We will talk again and hopefully many, many, many times for a long, long time, uh, Robert. Uh, yeah, it's incredible what he's done. As a starter, as a starter, this guy's floor is the AFC championship game as a starter. He had that one year under uh, Alex Smith, which turned out to be great. And so you're going to talk about Andy Reid a little bit, and you're going to say, ah, well, Andy Reid has Mahomes. I think Andy Reid helped develop Mahomes. Maybe a little more than, uh, than Belichick and Brady. That's an interesting one. But I was reading some stuff about why they wanted Mahomes so much, and Andy Reid had coached Brett Favre back in Green Bay in the 90s. Um, And what they said was, he's like Brett Favre only without the mistakes, or like a smarter Brett Favre. Because Brett Favre was great, but yeah, yeah, there were a lot of of mistakes. Had Brett Favre been in that game, oh, there would have been some great plays. 
but he would have thrown an interception on that on that final drive. There's no question about it, and it would have been forced into double coverage, and uh, that would have been the uh, the way that it wrapped up. So Patrick Mahomes, his floor is the AFC Championship game, and how do you doubt him? Like, when does this end? When does this end? All this talk about Andy Reid's going to retire, which he squashed, which he should. Somebody asked me last night, one of my buddies texted me. They said, do you think this is it for Reid? Are you kidding me? If you're Andy Reid, you're in your mid-60s. If you're any coach, how do you how do you, how do do you you walk away from Patrick Mahomes? You ride this thing out until you can't anymore because you are guaranteed to be playing in like the last weekend of January every year. They just don't lose. They don't lose. So they'll be doubted again. I see a lot of speculative bets for next year that the Niners are the Super Bowl favorite for next year. What are we doing? What are we doing? Don't bet against Mahomes ever until he gives you a reason to, which he may never. 855-212-4227. I know a lot of you guys want to get in tonight. going to be a busy night, so we'll come right to you in a couple of seconds. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. People keep asking me, and I, I keep saying, why did Belichick and Pete retire? You know, those guys, they ask those old guys a question. But I'm, I'm the old guy now, so I guess I'm going to be asked that. And I really haven't gone there. I haven't really thought about it. It's the Bart Winkler Show, heard nighttime and nationwide, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. It's Andy Reid. Yeah, those other guys can retire. Andy Reid's not stepping away. Why again? Why would you? You've got Patrick Mahomes. I'm Bar Winkler. Shep's here. Marco on the updates, as you heard. By the way, the Chiefs have the opportunity to do the funniest thing um, ever. They drafted Patrick Mahomes at number ten. Remember in the 2017 NFL draft, um, the Bears. Drafted at number two, Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky is being released by the Steelers. That news today. Blaine Gabbard is the current backup quarterback for Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs could sign Mitch Trubisky, pair him with Mahomes, and reunite Trubisky uh, with, I believe, Matt Nagy. So that could be that could be funny. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Let's talk to Pete in Texas. What's up, Pete? Hey, what's going on, Bart? What's good? Not much, man. What you think about that game, man? What you think about that over and under? Four to seven and a half. Yeah, it got, it got under, didn't it? Yeah, hit under by half a point, huh? Vegas I thought it was, I, I mean, the, the game, it was a great finish. Again, this is kind of like how I felt about that Michigan-Alabama game. Remember that on New Year's yeah. Day, the game itself wasn't spectacular, but the finish was so darn good that that's what we're going to remember, and this is going to be kind of the same thing. So, yeah, good game. Uh, good night. Yeah. I mean, I was I was sports entertained, if that's the requirement. I was. No, it was. It was a good game. It was a good uh 
there wasn't there was more turnovers than I expected. I mean, the muff punt and then Pacheco fumbling, and then McCaffrey fumbled. You know, so I mean, everybody's making a mistake. Brock Purdy played good, but I wouldn't say good enough to you know what I'm saying beat somebody like Patrick Mahomes. Like he's even like with all the Avengers he had with him. You know, I just think uh, I mean Shanahan's not not that guy. I mean he's a great he's a great coach. You know, but I'm just thinking he's not that guy. I mean, let's see what Harbaugh can do with uh, old Herbert over there. You know. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of questions about uh, Kyle Shanahan, Pete. Uh, yeah. Thanks for the call. Um, it, it just not, it was not a good night for Kyle Shanahan in terms of what people are going to say about him. And I've been asking this for a while. Um, you know, a lot of times I kind of did it. Early. I've already done it once tonight. So I've already I did it with, well, I, I said this five years ago that, oh, this, the Super Bowl is very important between uh, Brady and Mahomes. I, you know. But there's like no track record of that. I, I I could dig it up maybe. I don't even know what platform it's stored on and, and who even cares. But on the short little history of this show, oh, I've I've been hard on Kyle Shanahan. I've been hard on Kyle Shanahan. And I want to be I want to be known for the guy that's hard on Kyle Shanahan. My best angle to be that guy is because we can all talk about like the blown leads that he's been a part of. There's been two overtime Super Bowls now. One was the 28-3 Super Bowl. He was the offensive coordinator. They blew a 25-point lead. And then this one, they blew a 10-point lead. And the last time they played the Chiefs, they blew a 10-point lead too. They're blowing leads with this guy in the biggest stage of them all. But the thing I like to say is, because his winning percentage is like 65 or 650, but he's he's had four really good seasons and he's had three losing seasons. So I like to say, oh, he's only got one more winning season than losing season. It's uh, you know, that that's the skill of debate. You find something that's not really representative of how good he is as a coach or how good he is as a in football, but you use a stat to kind of skew it. That it's a it's a real good if if I like to teach as well as to inform. I like to actually teach and help you learn. So that's something I like to say about Kyle Shanahan. And, you know, there's very much the argument that, like, okay, well, first of all, Bart, that first Super Bowl you're talking about with Atlanta, he's against Tom Brady. And then these two Super Bowls, he's against Patrick Mahomes. So maybe he's just not the guy. Maybe he's a Patrick Ewing. Maybe he's a Charles Barkley. Maybe he just lives in an era where there's somebody that's just all-time great. How many people did not win an NBA championship because of Michael Jordan? And there was a bunch of people that you could throw in on the Houston Rockets that only won a couple times because Jordan was quote unquote retired. So you could say you could say that Kyle Shanahan is just he is just the football version of that, Brady and Mahomes. And I say, okay, but he had leads. He's, he had a big lead in that Super Bowl as the offensive coordinator. He had 10-point leads the two times they did face Mahomes. I don't think in this game he coached necessarily bad. The overtime thing we'll talk about in a second. I would have used some timeouts there at the end of the first half to get the ball back, but they didn't want to. 
Kyle's not a guy that likes to turn the ball over or, or have something go haywire before halftime. And I look at that as I don't know how much trust he had in, in Brock Purdy. If you have Patrick Mahomes, you call those timeouts. If you know you can get a quick drive out of him, he must not have felt that way with, with Purdy. I can get the cell here in South Carolina. Cell, what's up? Bart, what's good? What's up? Shep, what's good? Hey, I agree with you. I agree with you, Bart. I'm, I'm going with Mahomes over Montana and Brady for sure. Like if I if they're all the same age and you need one in their prime, I would oh, yeah, I would yeah I, I'm taking Mahomes. I'm gonna bet on Mahomes' team over Brady's team in their prime, same age, all that stuff. I'm I'm riding with Mahomes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. If we would look at the because they have like uh, Mahomes will have Kelsey, Brady has he had his Gronk, but would you say Mahomes have a Wes Welker though? And Mahomes don't have a Wes Welker. Even if they had the same team, even if we could do it some, we're already going down the ridiculous what if well. So even if they had the exact same team and they said, well, all right, who do you want to be the quarterback of this team? I would, I would take prime Mahomes over prime Brady. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. So let's, let's get to what I call for. So uh, let's call it what it is, right? Purdy. He's okay. He's okay. But he did not make the big plays when they needed it most. Look, I'm not going to kill the guy, right? He didn't cost him the team. He didn't cost him the game. But he gave Mahomes another shot, and that's just something you don't do, Bart. Listen, the guy was lucky to be in the position he was in. Good pieces on offense, good defense to go along with it, good coaching Kyle Shanahan who set him up to keep the car on the road. But he didn't have to change the oil. He didn't have to change the tires. He didn't have to stop for gas, Bart. He just had to simply keep the car (laughs) on the road. That's all he had to do. But he fell asleep at the wheel. And this is why I say milk and cookies for rookies, coffee and donuts is for the grown ups. And Purdy is just not there. He's just not there. I like that. Uh, I will steal that. Sell thanks for the yeah, call if I can one. ever remember it. Milk and cookies for the rookies, coffee and donuts for the grown ups. Should we start making shirts? That's really good, seriously. Yeah, I'm not even sure like exactly what it means though. It's but it sounds good. Um, because I guess when you're an adult, you have coffee and milk and cookies. Like I would ra- like right now, I would rather have milk and cookies than a coffee and a donut. But it does sound good. It's like when you hear the French language and you're like you don't know what they're saying, but it sounds beautiful. That might that might be something there. All right, I'm gonna. I would take a victory lap on Brock Purdy, but I don't need to. I'll explain coming up. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 